Well, hello, everybody. This is Paul Costa with We Love Arabian Horses, and we're pleased today to have Johnny Ryan with us. Hello, Johnny. Hello, Paul. Thank you very much for having me. Well, listen, I'm thrilled to have you on the on the podcast and appreciate your time. And we're going to talk about a couple things today. One, we're going to talk a lot about the APHA and what you guys are doing. But um, I'd like to start off with the question I ask everybody is, how did you first come to be riding an Arabian when you were a child and your passion that grew over the years, how, how it's brought you to today? Well, I was um, riding in Houston, Texas uh, at a saddlebred stable. And an Arabian owner came, and she was looking, uh, asked the manager of the Saddlebred Stable if they knew of a junior exhibitor that could um, show her Arabians for her. And they had decided at this point that I was a hopeless cause and would not be buying Saddlebred, so they recommended me. Uh, and I <laughs> went and began uh, riding her Arabians. I fell instantly in love with them and purchased my first Arabian from her at age 13. I trained him myself, went to all the local Houston shows, some open-type shows, some rated shows, and like I said, did everything myself. I competed in every class I could possibly go in with this poor horse. Uh, I would show a trail and then change saddles and show parts. And... Then after about four years, I sold him for $2,500. I thought I'd make tons of money. I never counted up how much I actually spent, but I was hooked and pursued my passion with the Arabian horses um, from there, and I've been involved with them my entire life. Well, and, you know, we don't have to tell many, anybody how many years ago it was, but you and I both grew up in Houston showing Arabians, and we met each other many, many years ago back then. That's correct. I think you were riding with Gwen and John Nix at the time, and um, I remember you showing Gamar yep. um, quite successfully. And well, yep, that's when we first met, and it's great that we've kept these connections throughout the years. It is. It's kind of amazing how many great friends you build over the years. Well, you and your wife run a training facility. Tell us a little bit about where you're located and what you focus on. We are located in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, which is a very rural area of Pennsylvania. We are probably an hour and 15 minutes out of Baltimore and an hour and a half of Washington, D.C. So we do have you know, good large cities near us for airports and that sort of thing. We, we love training Arabians. Primarily, we're known for the saddle seat. Uh, horses, the country horses, and the English horses, park horses, but quite honestly, uh, we try to train anything. We have hunters, we have western horses, we have a lot of customers excited about the new performance halter classes coming up this year. Yep. So we are going to, we are involved in, and we just train what our customers want us to train. We have a great group of customers, we enjoy their company, we've been missing them a little bit for the past month. But once we get back together, uh, we'll have great times. That's awesome. Well, in addition to being professional trainers, both of you, you both are also AHA carded judges, USEF carded judges. Tell us a little bit about, about your judging career and some a highlight or two. Well, we are both judges. I'm a national regional judge, and Chris, my wife Christine will be uh, applying for a national regional as soon as uh, she's able to. 
we both were uh, excited and fortunate to be judging on separate panels at Scottsdale this year. And it was a lot of fun for me when, when I was finished judging for my session, I could go out and, and out in Wendell and watch my wife judging the, the beautiful halter horses out there. So we have a great time doing everything together, but, but that was a lot of fun for me and her uh, having us both be able to judge together, even though we were in different rings. Right. You were on different panels. Yeah, but what yes. a great experience to share with your spouse. That's a fantastic opportunity. Absolutely. She's, she's my best friend and my partner in life, so um, we share everything together. It, it, it was a great experience. Well, and not to mention, as a side note, you're a good cook, and you just had one of the highest bidded um, uh, auction pie scenarios in the um, pie auction we just hosted. <laughs> And I got rave reviews on that. They actually had it for dinner last night. And they oh, wow. Very happy with it. So uh, that that was a very fun thing to do, uh, a lot of fun to, to watch the bidding as it went on. And, and I enjoy sharing cooking with, with anyone I can. So it was really fun. Gail and Ernie Grubb ended up uh, being the high bidders, and um, I hope they enjoyed it. That's fantastic. Well, thanks for participating in that. You um, are very involved um, on a committee and, um, you know, management level for many aspects of the Arabian breed, which we thank you for your time and volunteerism. One group in particular that you're president of is the APAHA, and I'd like to focus on that specifically. Tell us a little bit about APHA and, and, and what it does. Like, give us the mission statement. Well, APHA is a nationwide club. I uh, believe we are the largest club in the Arabian Horse Association with over 500 members. Usually we are a secondary club for people. Most people would, would tend to uh, join a local club, and then they join APHA as a secondary club to help us um, support all of our ventures. One of the things we're known for is the annual awards banquet in Scottsdale, Arizona, which kind of caps off the previous year's um, season. But there's a lot more that we do. We, uh, Mary Jane Brown is past president. I'm the current president. The uh, mission statement for APHA is we're dedicated to promoting and upholding a fair and level playing field in the show arena, kind and ethical treatment of our horses and the people that own them, and the pursuit of excellence in all things related to our sport. So in keeping with the uh, promoting and upholding the playing field in the Arabian show arena, Mary Jane and I are professional liaisons to the uh, U.S. National Show Commission. And we do go to Denver every January for the national planning meeting. We are allowed to have input on various items that they discuss. I take care of the scheduling for the Ford Truck Arena. Mary Jane takes uh, care of the scheduling for the Working Western. We participate in conference calls throughout the year uh, to help with the planning of the show. And then prior to and once the show starts in Tulsa, we are present at daily meetings trying to address scheduling problems, uh, logistical problems that may come up. Uh, anything that needs a, a professional perspective on it is uh, brought to our attention, and, and even during the day, they will sometimes reach out to us if something comes up. So we're very involved with the 
um, planning and production of the U.S. National Championship show. Well, the um, the APHA is made up of professionals and amateurs, and Correct. you have quite, quite a large board. Why don't you tell us a bit about your board and maybe give us a few examples of board members who are also deeply involved in other parts of our organization? We have 14 board members, and every board member is involved in some sort of outdoor club, I mean out, uh, outside club or association within AHA. Uh, Katie Harvey is my vice president and has been my vice president for as long as I've been president. She's currently chair of the um, AHA amateur committee. Lori Conway is our treasurer. She's currently the chair of equine stress, um, the AHA equine stress. Dan Jacobson is a board member. Uh, he's chair of the EPRB. And Julie Goder Larson is our secretary, and she is on the Education Evaluation Commission, uh, which Mary Jane and I are both on. And then all of our other board members are involved in something else. Uh, it's uh, a very active group, very involved group, and we address a lot of concerns throughout the year um, by way of the various organizations we're involved with outside APHA. Well, I think it's interesting because it's almost like a group in itself but each of you also has tentacles into other very important facets of the business and, and running our shows and, like you said, EPRB and stress committee and the amateur committee and others, and that, that really shows the breadth and the importance of the APHA as a connected unit but also, you know, helping to facilitate the, the best tapestry of our community for everyone's benefit. Right. I mean, that's – that's one thing I would lo love for people to understand is we are not just about a banquet. We we do have an impact in all areas of the organization of of Arabian Horse Association. One thing, uh, a side effect of the banquet that we were able to do this year, we we partnered with the Arabian Horse Times for the past several years in the production of the awards banquet. We've had some a lot of help from the Marquee Auction Group in allowing us to use their decorations. But through our partnership with those two groups, we had a, a pretty good rainy day fund established in our account. And with the current situation with the COVID-19 crisis, we were in a position and fortunate enough to be able to donate $30,000 to the Horses Distress Fund to help those people in need, uh, as there are quite a few people that are having a hard time with this. And I, I think that's... a a direction I would like to see us be able to do more of is, is give back to those people in need and help people in their times of need, something that uh, Reagan Horseman's Distress Fund has been doing. But I can see us in the future expanding our involvement with that. That's excellent. Well, thank you for that contribution. I know it was important to a lot of folks. So other than the things you've mentioned, give us a couple more examples of things that the APHA either is doing or is planning on doing as soon as COVID is gone and, you know, opportunities that y'all are looking at to increase your, your, your breadth of effort? Well, I mean, currently, by uh, nature of my being president of APHA and Mary Jane being past president, we are both on the COVID-19 task force, the Arabian Horse Association COVID-19 task force that we are 
having nightly conference calls, uh, trying to stay ahead of the situation and be prepared for getting life back to normal. And we're not sure what that normal is going to look like, but I, I know everybody is anxiously awaiting uh, trying to get back to our shows and, and get back to our community, and APHA is going to be very, very involved in assisting with that. And that's probably the most important thing that we have in our future right now. Well, absolutely, that's rather critical, and all the other things that y'all are doing will become much more visible as we all return to normal and get into our horse show schedule. I think it's interesting listening to you um, how much involvement you and other members of APHA and the organization itself has in in touching so many other aspects of our business. I think that's a very interesting dynamic and such, uh, you know, it's so far beyond the banquet. I think so many people know of you as the banquet only, and they don't really realize how many other aspects of the business that y'all are also helping to um, facilitate. Yeah, and that's a great point I would love for people to understand is, is we are not just about the banquet in, in February. We are, as a group, our board is working all year long on various projects, um, very active at convention. We had, I think, 15 delegates there last year, which was, I think, the largest contingency of delegates. And, you know, we, we want to be very, very supportive of AHA, help AHA any way we possibly can, very, very involved. And, you know, we're, we're part of, uh, we are part of AHA, and we, and we want to stand behind them and support them, especially through these difficult times. Well, hey, I appreciate it. I appreciate everything you've shared. Is there any last points you'd like to make or share about the APHA or any other aspect of our conversation today? No, I think I'm really good. I really appreciate you, you inviting me on this, and I hope I've um, given everyone some good information on what it is we do. Well, I just know for myself, and I'm fairly involved in the industry also, I just really wasn't familiar with all the different things that APHA does, which was part of my um, reason for wanting to invite you on the program. So thank you for sharing the details. And if anyone wanted to reach out to you and have a question, what's your email address? My email address is cjmryan at aol.com. So cjmryan at aol.com. C is in cat, yes. Okay. Sometimes it's hard to hear. <laughs> yeah. C is in Christine, J is in Johnny, M is it's Malay, which is my dog's name. Um, oh. So <laughs> takes care of the whole family. There you go. Well, I love that. Well, if anyone has questions of We Love Arabian Horses, our email address is hello at weloveArabianHorses.com. Feel free to email us as well anytime. And, Johnny, thank you again for your time today. I really appreciate it. I think this can be very helpful to expand the knowledge of APHA throughout our industry. Uh, thank you very much for having me, Paul.